You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. Download podcast. 
hosted by Kovu. All right, then we are inside for the Juno Download podcast today. I'm going to be joined by a man like Coast, representing Dirk or Disco. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, what's going on, mate? You right? Yeah, I'm all good, man. I'm good. Thank you for joining us over the phone. Um, I know you've been a very busy guy the last few weeks, um, so it's it's good to get to uh, get to sit down and have a bit of a conversation with you. Like, um, so firstly, like, let's get a bit of background on yourself. Like, how long you've been involved in like the general music scene? So, like, I, I've yeah, been involved in some way or another for uh, man, nearly like I guess from first messing around with mates as a teenager, like twenty years now. Uh, no, that's a long time. So, 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 like, how do you kind of progress from kind of that? To, like, do you, would you still call yourself primarily an MC to this day? No, uh, no, no. That's, um, I mean, that was without a doubt. That's what I did for a long time. Um, like, as kind of an MC making tracks and also doing the kind of hosting side of it and raves. That was without a doubt my my route in into music. But um, like maybe probably the last, I don't know, maybe three, four, five years, definitely um, took way more of a backseat. So I kind of I did that for years. Um, like kind of moved from from garage. Like did hip hop for a bit, and then I guess the the kind of genesis of the whole Dirkle Disco thing came uh, when I was living in Bristol. So this is like probably 2008. We're talking, um, and I was in a crew called Central Spills, which was kind of like nominally a hip hop crew, but at the time we kind of felt that uh, like the, the hip hop scene was. It was like a little bit um, stale, it just wasn't really exciting to us. And um, dubstep obviously was really kind of coming into its own then. It had been around for a few years, but like 2007-8, it was really kind of starting to become more of a nationwide thing. It like left London, there's like big dances in Bristol and Leeds and Nottingham and what have you. And we were around a lot of that and, and drum and bass producers as well, uh, being, it being Bristol. And we kind of started wanting to kind of still we weren't trying to call ourselves grime MCs or whatever but we wanted to bring the kind of hip hop songwriting um, element and what we saw as the depth but do it over more exciting production and decided I guess that was where the beginning of this whole Dirkle Disco idea of getting MCs on stuff you wouldn't traditionally expect to hear them on kind of came from um, and that kind of developed we are doing yeah doing loads of shows around the southwest few festivals um and working on working on an album because i guess this is kind of like pre all the streaming services pre youtube so it's like we've got to have an actual product and uh yeah there wasn't really anyone well not not anyone but not many people doing our kind of vibe like trying to uh, i guess more lyrical stuff over one 140 production um and there was there was a big crew of us there was like two producers so you had like super risk um and interface uh and then like a load of mcs like you had myself uh redders stripes Mackie skills um and chad's now javon like does singing more than spitting things so we were like you know what we can we, we've got a unit let's let's kind of do this ourselves rather than trying to get signed to a label let's just pool our resources 
put money from shows back in and that was actually yeah the beginning of beginning of Dirk with Disco so it kind of came just from from an outlet from my well mine and my my crew's need to get music out there wicked man so it's, it sounds like a very kind of like um organic kind of route into doing it kind of realizing that you needed a platform to do it on so go why don't we make our own uh, this, yeah. it sounds like that sort of scenario yeah because that was the thing it was like we weren't we weren't a traditional hip-hop group so we couldn't really try shop it to a hip-hop label and we weren't really like a grime or dubstep like i mean well our production was if we didn't like release it as instrumentals it's very much traditional dubstep a lot of it um but the labels didn't want like full vocal things and it wasn't really a thing so yeah it was my kind of us reacting to what we saw as a gap in the market and just trying to do it ourselves oh wicked okay cool um so we we opened up the the show um looking at a track called bad obviously kooslin and logan on that one how's the reaction been to that one because i've been seeing it everywhere do you know what that tune's done um yeah it's done great like way way beyond i think well do you know what I mean? obviously you want every tune you release to take flight but i think the thing with that we knew that in terms of what the kind of double disco core market probably what those guys fan bases were expecting we knew we had like a solid solid track there and like it was a banger but what i really didn't expect and what's been a real pleasant surprise kind of over the last i mean the tune's been out for nearly four months now um and as we know kind of music now due to the way it's consumed kind of does having a shelf life's a real challenge i feel uh, for, for music now um but the fact that now four months on i'm still getting sent uh, like videos and clips of DJs from like really, really kind of other scenes, like worlds outside of what we we're used to kind of working with, still playing at big festivals. That's been great. Like it's really healthy uh, to see something that we see as uh, I guess like quite niche, um, like really taking off and being embraced by people in like the techno world and house world as well. So obviously, Bad's the most recent release, um, and obviously as you've just said, it's doing absolute bits like everywhere. It's still doing bits four months on from release. Um, but I want to go back to like one of the original, um, I want to go back to like the beginning of, of Durka when you started releasing music. So we're going to play um, one of the first tracks that you ever released here. What, what, what track are we going to play? Do you know what? This one is called Central Spills One Wish, uh, and it's off, um, yeah, Durkle LP001, which is um, Central Spills Space Travel, which is, yeah, my crew and uh, the reason we kind of formed the label in the first place. Wicked, man. We're going to jump into this one right about now. We are live on the Juno Download podcast. I am joined by Man Like Coast, representing Dirkle Disco. Do not go anywhere. I want to see her face again. I never want this dream to end. I'm going to make it until You're tuned in to the Juno Download Podcast. First wish, I wish that spells would go far, but I wish I'd been more serious from the start. Focus the day I wrote my first bar, six years half-hearted, that's kind of a part. I wish I never broke no hearts, I've had mine broken and it hit man hard. Being left alone was far from a laugh, I wish my first love hadn't left me scarred. I wish I believed in my own potential, fulfilled some dreams and be successful, cut out the things that are detrimental. Wish we made tunes that are influential, wish I didn't spend so much time wishing, cause that shit leads to wishful thinking. But if I had a thousand wishes, there's a whole lot of things that I would have done different. I wish we could leave for rock for the sun, embrace our dreams and come as one. Finally breathe and stop our lungs away from the sleep and what we become. I wish I tried to save my breath when that bitch's lies and that snake. Head and don't miss her time 
and he ain't no friend But I wish sometimes we could start again I wish my fam still was close My distant dad, I miss certain folks Who drifted by the now known folks If I could shift it back Before we left home I don't wish for things that paper buys A fist of rings, the fame arrives I wish for things we strain to find Like the missing strings that play our lives In the ball today, the whole music thing, I get quite afraid Cause I wanna get through this worldwide play But the truth produced, you can tell my state I'm a bread of stare and I can't complain But I do get scared by the pool and chain And I don't mean wifey, I mean this strain Every day goes by, I'm a different age Every stage that I hype, man, I get migraines Any page that I write gets off explain When I say so much, but I can't retrace Cause the pain and love down memory lane It's a cold ass dream that I fiend and wish Never folded arms, though it seems a bitch Never holding crumbs, so the peeps not missing Search of a chance to achieve my wish I could change a few things and break the loop Brings me, that'll be the key to control the moon twins Look off the losing through selective choosing Dodging the hurdles, the points are moving Living a day where I pay for two things Let him on down and a wife the loose bitch Broke a man down and cut the bruises Listen well learned, now I try your new thing. Wish I was there when I burned the distance From you being hurt on a major piss one Wish I was there when a mighty sick one I'm gonna manage one back for this one And when they end up two shits gonna give one Ruin away and it's hard to listen The sense giving me a hit to sit down Lots and I'm trying to find a way to get out Inside for the Juno Download podcast today, I'm joined by a man like Coast. Um, so we're looking at kind of like the history of Durkle Disco here to begin with. Obviously, it's a label that I remember from being like quite, uh, like quite, quite involved in like grime and bass from early. I remember it always being like one of the labels from kind of um, from the kind of Bristol way that I was I was keeping a really close eye on. I remember there was a, a Daffy release I think at one point where I was just like, wow. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, Daffy and Anki hustling thing. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. That was the one. Yeah, I remember I remember seeing that as and being just like, wow, this is it's, it was just so refreshing and like um and like colorful so like who, who how many people have you kind of had on the roster would you say like who's been involved so do you know what so we are now um so yeah, yeah this book that's from redders uh the bttf um release that's going to be our 25th uh like single ep release and then we've done another um like album slash mixtape releases and a few freebies as well uh, um so all together taken together um it's a lot like there's been a, a lot of artists um i haven't counted it up for a while but i reckon like including like producers mcs vocalists everything remixes i 
I guess maybe a black, even up to a hundred people now. It's um, a, I mean, it's a lot of people. Releases. It's a lot of people, and then and then you kind of start to look through their discographies and stuff, and people will be looking through these artists' discographies, and so many people are likely to kind of come across Durkle stuff um, through like because because there's been so many different ones as well. Um, it, it's just, it's going to be quite cool to one day kind of look across it and all go like look at the range of people that we've had involved. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think I've, as I said, I kind of, I guess the reason we started it was because I was personally involved with making music that I felt didn't fit a, any set mold. Yeah. And I guess that's why like the label's always been kind of by its very nature. It's had to be like multi-genre and it's had to be kind of stuff that doesn't quite fit in any one bracket. Um, so yeah, um, I mean actually like the the second release we did was also still kind of loosely in the, the hip-hop uh, bracket as well. But then we also did remix to that, which was all dubstep guys. So you had um, that Khan on there, Super Risk on there, and Fused Forces. And I think, and we'd also done the same thing for the Central Spill album where we had like a, a remix 12 with uh, Mentor and Eddie K had both remix tracks from that album. But I think that kind of, I think doing those remixes things kind of set the mould from there on um, where it was just like you know what the albums are cool it's all well and good but I mean I was like very involved in kind of the the rave like yeah for one of the better word the rave scene as well I was hosting a lot of dubstep shows at the time um, traveling a lot but I kind of need to present this side of my personality as well yeah yeah uh, um, I mean by this point by this point Dirk will do though, like it started as a crew thing but kind of as our unit had kind of drifted apart and everyone went off and did different things the kind of there, there was less uh, need for all of us to have a label but I actually quite enjoyed that side of it so I kind of asked everyone else if it, they had a problem with me taking it on to do my own thing with it so yeah um, I think it's always kind of had to represent like all those different sides to my musical personality um, one thing I think maybe did get lost was, uh, was the MC side of things like I think if you look at the back catalogue there is like there's a run where there wasn't much vocal stuff yeah. uh, but that's something I've really really tried to reconnect with in the last like two maybe two to three years um, so now I think that's kind of uh, the USP I'm going for I guess is um, yeah just getting getting kind of MCs from one world connect with producers from another and like finding that that common ground I mean like you look at Kuzden and Logan like yeah Kuzden's that was that's, yeah that was one I was that was one I was going to mention actually because I def I definitely feel like that was such a like that was such a like perfect fusion of styles that that wasn't like being done already, um, and I've, yeah. I've noticed it with a fair few of the kind of Durkle releases when 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 it when it comes when it comes across and you suddenly see these two like two artists that you wouldn't have imagined working together and then it just makes so much sense like for them to work together. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, like for, for me, like I love Grant, like Grant. MCs, I think, are some of the thickest MCs in the world, like, if you actually break it down. But I do feel that sometimes, like, production-wise, like, I've heard it all before. So it's like, I've, I really like it when, when grime, like, yeah, for want of a better word, grime artists step out of the box a bit and, and spit on something a bit sideways or something a bit slower or, like, not, not necessarily when they try and do, do a hip-hop thing, but, like, where they're just experimenting with other dance music styles. Because I feel like that rave element and that rave roots of grimes kind of being increasingly lost over the years um i think like for a lot of younger people grimes probably more like a subgenre of hip-hop than it is whereas i'm old enough to know it came from garage as much as anything else so i think yeah just trying to bring 
keep the club roots alive for the MCs, I think is something really important for me. I, I definitely agree with that, man. Um, I think as well, obviously, you're, you're, you're someone who's quite involved with the with the festival circuit as well. Um, so that obviously festivals are a place where you're going to see like multiple different people on lineups and there's obviously going to be like kind of backstage things but inside the tents or whatever where it's going to be like, oh, this stage is all booked out, different genres. You're going to end up having like collaborative conversations and stuff like that um, a lot of the time. Yeah, that's very true. But I think... Um, I mean, I guess, like, my, well, when I say involvement at festivals, I've been, yeah, I've been lucky to, to have done a fair few over the years um, and to go to some, some of them quite regularly. But I think, um, like, Bristol's very uh, well represented in that festival world. Like, there's a lot of people, Bristol promoters or people who run venues are also involved with booking and programming festivals. So we're kind of lucky we've got uh, a foot in the door that way. Um, but no, you're, you're right. Like, I think that this kind of cross-genre and this cross-pollination thing could well be a result of, of, of that kind of, um, yeah, just being around and exposed to other things and kind of getting ideas for how they can find common ground. But I think Bristol as a city has always been like that as well. That's what, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I feel, I feel like Bristol is, is so on it for that sort of thing. Well, the thing is, like... Um, like I, like, I grew up in London, I moved to Bristol when I was 18, but London's obviously got amazing music scenes, but they could, it's such a bit, much bigger city that they can kind of exist in isolation of each other. So if you're into something, you can just be into that and not really ever have to worry about anything else because there's enough of it. Bristol's a bit smaller, so like even, even if you're like a dubstep head, like, and you just live for that you were inevitably gonna come across some grime you were inevitably gonna come across some drum and bass of like, course of course just, there was like because it's a bit smaller there was like this necessary melting pot thing going on which I think extends to yeah to the festival thing as well and I guess also like with like Dirtful Disco some, someone said to me really recently as well um, like the names may be a bit misleading um, like you expect something a bit fluffier and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, if you come see us at a festival, like we're very serious about our music, like deadly serious with what we play, how we play it. But we're we're trying to be a fun, approachable crew as well. Yeah, like, yeah, we're trying of to be We're trying to bring vibes. Like I want to, I want anything we're involved with to have a good energy about it, and yeah. Wicked. Okay, okay cool. Um, well, I want to move on to the next track. Um, next. Um, obviously, this is uh, kind of moving quite forward with um, with the the Durkle side of things. Um, this one's coming from uh, Boa Kasasa. This one's called uh, BTTF. So, what what's the kind of scenario with the name? Because it does fascinate me. Yeah. So BTTF, I think, is just one of those. I think it's just one of those ones where it came from um, just a file in the studio being named like that. Because if you listen to the track. Redder's uh, DMC on it says, I'm going back to the front. Like, that's kind of, there's not really a kind of traditional hook on the tune, but I guess that's the kind of the closest to a hook. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, from what I can remember, we were in the studio, so it was me, Redder's, and uh, like K Styles, who's one of the DM um, Disco resident DJs, he was engineering it. And I think at the end of the session, he was just like bouncing down, uh, bouncing down the stems to send to the Berks Tassa guys to do the mix and I think it was just like a little abbreviation kind of oh back to the front code we'll just type that BTTF and then as the tune got kind of mixed and developed it's getting bounced back and forth like BTTF version 2 and version 3 and version 75 and 
and I think it just kind of stuck by the time it came to doing artwork and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's got it's a bit of a ring of, to it, though. It does have a ring to yeah, it. Yeah, the, the kind of acronym thing, it's kind of, it's quite current anyway. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. Um, we're going to jump into this one now, then, um, as we move forward with the show. This is the Juno Download Podcast. Thank you to everyone who is locked in. I am joined by a man like Coast today, representing Dirk or Disco, and we are inside the building. Kasasa Rowdy Rada bang bang Back to the front Pour the jack roll the blood if you ever did a see Bringing you the freshest music and content With the Juno Download Podcast
All right, then we are back, and I'm joined by Man Like uh, Man Like Coast inside the building. We are live for the Juno Download Podcast. My name is Kovu. You can catch me once a month uh, doing uh, this this uh, this kind of interview structure. It's always really enjoyable, especially when there's um such like a, a rich backstory like uh, with someone like yourself. Um, so moving forward, um, like how do you kind of feel about this new wave of UK funky and like the fusion that's coming off it? Do you know what? I think it's, I love it. Like, um, I mean, as much as the label is uh, very multi-genre, I think we've kind of found ourselves, like, this year a lot doing, like, if not, like, if not straight UK funky, very, like, funky influenced or, like, funky adjacent kind of stuff as well. Um, I think, like, Bad is obviously, like, kind of very straight down the middle traditional funky banger. Uh, Boa Cassassa stuff's very much influenced by it. Uh, we've also got like uh, so the the track we've just uh, we just played it or we're we about to play it. <laughs> uh, we were about to play it. We're about to play it. Uh, yeah, the track we're about to get into has got um, kind of uh, funky remix, which you'll find out more about in due course. Um, we've also got uh, if you've been watching our social media recently, like we've got um, big funky banger dropping towards the end of this year by um, young Bristol-based producer called Fonzo with um, Rico Dan on the vocal as well. Wicked. Um, so yeah but then um yeah the funky stuff uh we're also releasing lots of stuff that kind of it do you know what i mean you can mix with it if you're that way inclined but definitely isn't I've, I've still got 140 bits coming out on the label as well um so i've got stuff with slowly coming um and i've got stuff uh, i've got j017 and m's release with produced from the us called Coro style uh but as a dj <laughs> if i'm talking purely as a dj like taking off my label owner hat funky i love i love playing it like um and it's been going off it's funny like um i kind of i found myself playing more, more and more of it when i first started mixing i was playing kind of uh, probably a broader spectrum of like 130 bpm ish music yeah but i found myself i just kept coming back to like the funky bits uh, some of like the, the, the kind of darker harder stuff but it's just i don't know like i, I guess kind of outside of the dirtful thing i'm lucky enough that I do get to play quite a lot of day parties and um, festivals like with um, a night in Bristol. I'm a, I've been a long, long-term resident for called The Blast. And do you know what I mean? If you're in the sun, it's kind of early-ish. People are still warming up. You can't go wrong with that kind of yeah, stuff. Definitely, um, yeah, definitely. And I think it's a, it's a healthy... It, like, sonically, it doesn't remind me of dubstep at all. But in terms of the way the scene operates, like I can definitely see some parallels to how things were kind of back in like the real like glory community-based days of dubstep um in that people are really happy to share tunes with each other people aren't kind of being stush about things you've got a lot of kind of ogs still in the scene from like the first time around who are more than happy to kind of support and help the younger newer people it kind of it seems like it's all coming together very kind of nicely and organically and just like bubbling under the surface and yeah, yeah. the fact that the fact that you've got people like Ben UFO playing like our stuff, playing like more time stuff, like, that's amazing. Um, and I think it's really exciting that you've got. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not the, the most like clued up person on this side of things, but it's really exciting how you've got a lot of scenes all over the globe that sound very similar to it as well. And uh, that, do you know, what I mean, you're getting some DJs doing some great stuff, like kind of cross pollinating stuff from from that like, West Africa or from 
the UK sounds like that's that's really exciting like because the possibilities are endless entirely man um, I want to I wanna kind of uh, before we before we jump into this next tune um, I want to jump into um, a question which I always try to ask um, people private like who are involved in like the A&R side of things especially um, what what would be your advice in regards to staying ahead of the curve like do you have any A&R secrets you can you can divulge or is it like a very or is it does it change as times go do you know what that's um, that's a really that's an interesting question it's quite a hard one though uh, I don't know because I think that I, I, I can give people some like, the, the logistics how to run a label but I feel that when it comes to like, A&R and signing stuff and like developing stuff as well I mean that when it comes to signing things we've got kind of a, probably 50-50 split between sometimes a finished like, track will come to me like someone who actually already have got the MCs on the tune or got the singer on the tune or sometimes it'll be someone will bring me uh, an instrumental and then I'll be like wow about we do it with this person or <laughs> so pardon me uh, um, this is that festival season getting the better of me um, <laughs> no so I think it's I mean you can go one of two ways with what you're signing you can either I guess try and be reactive to what's big at the moment um, and try and kind of stay current but kind of do it well enough or throw enough kind of promo money at it that you establish yourselves or you can just kind of trust your own taste and so I guess yeah if, if I was going to give any advice it's just like have faith in your own taste like if if you're doing it for the right reasons anyway um, like I could never like try and jump on a certain bandwagon because it's, it's not the way I've done things for seven seven plus years of running the label and I don't think it would work for me um, the other thing is like I've never been I mean, not to say I'm disorganised, but I like things to come out when they're ready. I like there to be that kind of organic. Like, I look at some labels with, like, these relentless release schedules, and it's like, absolutely fair play to them. But I, I think I'd find that too much stress. Like, I'd rather let things kind of run their course at a reasonable pace. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. It definitely does. Um, I'm, I'm, you know what it is? Uh, Release-wise, I'm on, like, the other side of the spectrum, so I'm, like, all fully planned up, like, 14 months in advance, and I won't lie, it is a stress. <laughs> it is 100% a stress. Because you know what? You, you end up finding you end up finding yourself worrying about something that's, not out, that's, that's, like, not ready six months in advance. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's, um, there's, like, a happy medium to be found. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, like, I've, I've definitely found that when there's been periods where I've kind of stepped up my release schedule, it's definitely done a lot for the profile of the label. Um, but I think, I, I feel like with the amount of moving parts sometimes that we've got, where you've got, especially the ones where I'm kind of arranging the recording of the MC and the mix of that and then getting the remixes done, there's so many moving parts and you've got to get mastered. I, I just wouldn't want to kind of, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to do that because at the end of the day, uh, as with the vast majority of kind of labels my size, like I'm doing this around normal life and like a yeah, five job and all the rest of it. Um, so I think I'd rather just kind of, yeah, do do a little bit less, but do it to a standard I'm really, really happy and comfortable with. And I'd like to think everyone involved with the label is as well. Yeah, wicked, man. Um, I, I, it's, it, again, it's been re- it's really good to talk to you, man, because it's, it's cool to see it from someone who's gone from the um, perspective of kind of being an MC to begin with to then kind of moving into the kind of A&R side of things through a label, um, primarily through necessity and then through finding you enjoy it. It's just quite, a, it's quite an interesting path to listen to. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely been different. Like, a lot of people, uh, like, when I started, 
that may be slightly older and more experienced people in the industry were like, why are you doing this? You have a pretty, like, like do you know what I mean? Hosting is pretty stress-free, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you turn up, you get, I mean, we don't get paid as much as the DJs, but then we probably don't deserve to. But it's like, we turn up to have fun and interact with the crowd. Like, it's about as stress-free as that kind of side of music gets. But, um, yeah, no, I just, I found I enjoy it. Um, I like working with, um, like I've always said from, like when, when I was a lot younger and you see kind of certain people, there's a lot of incredibly like supportive, cool, older, more experienced people. But as we all know, there's a few kind of bitter, jaded ones as well. Yeah, and 100%. From, from being quite young, I was like, I don't want to get into my 30s. Like I'm 34 now. I was like, I don't want to be in my 30s. And I don't want to resent younger people than me who are doing what I thought I should be doing. Like, because surely it's just as rewarding to kind of help that next generation achieve, like, use your own experience to help them achieve, like, what they're capable of. And, like, luckily I managed to kind of stick to that. Wicked, man. Um, well, we're going to jump into this next tune next. Uh, this No, we'll no, jump into this next tune after that. Uh, the next tune we're going to jump into, uh, coming from uh, Denim Audio, um, um, I believe it's uh, featuring Juma. Yeah, Juma, he's like, uh, he's actually like my mate through, um, like, yeah, hosting, hosting gigs together. Um, he's, yeah, wicked, uh, Bristol-based, like, MC slash host. Well, I think people know him as a host, but um, this tune, he, he absolutely smashed it. Um, he doesn't do that much as a recording artist. But I think, yeah, after this, uh, I've got a feeling people might, it'll be in some demand for that as well as his um, hosting skills. But yeah, this one, this is what I mean about not everything we're doing is strictly UK funky. It's kind of, I don't even really know what you'd call this, kind of two-steppy, slow grime. Um, yeah, I just, I think I'll just let the music talk with this one. Wicked, man. Well, we're going to jump into it next. This one is uh, Ego Check. We are live on the Juno Download podcast. Do not go anywhere. Um, and after this, we're going to be jumping into the Kooslin guest mix. I got the wisdom, got a brand new foolproof system. Technique ain't never been weak. Murder the dance, I'm a killer on the beat. I'll be the realist, so when you hear this, y'all know you can never get near us. Anybody try to sweet, I'ma get served up like rice and Bringing you the freshest music and content. The Juno Download Show. Here we go again. 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 Here we go
Listen. Pay attention. I'm an educator. It's a lesson. Got the heavyweight bars that are testing. Man, I'm wickeder than them and then some. Are you gonna keep on talking when you ain't saying nothing important? Better take heed of the warning if you wanna keep breathing. Walking. Then we are back inside for the Juno Download podcast. I am joined by a man like Coast today, um, and it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you so far. Um, it's been really cool to hear about the back catalogue of, Dur- of Durkel, obviously, and hear about the kind of the way the label was formed. Um, first of all, how can people get hold of you on these socials? Yeah, so uh, every, everything just Durkel Disco, one word: D U R K L E D I S C O. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, also, that's our band camp. Um, next up, we are going to jump into the guest mix section. This one is coming from uh, Kooslin. He's going to be taking you through for the next half hour. Can you give me a bit of a uh, bit of background on Kooslin? Yeah, so um, do you know what Kooslin was? Um, well, I think I've uh, originally that through. I was getting promos. He runs a label called um, um, which our couple vinyl only releases like some kind of cool stuff. Um, some of his music, I think Yak was on one of them as well. Um, so I kind of became aware of him that way. Um, and then when was it? Probably about a year or so ago. I was like, I want to work with some some new people. Um, so I just put something out on Twitter saying like, if anyone would like to work with with the label, if anyone's got music, think it's suitable, um, hit me up. And uh, he was someone who hit me up, but kind of yeah, knew a bit about him already. Um, and he sent me some really, really strong music. Um, and actually, I think one of the first tracks he sent me was like an earlier, slightly slower version of what became the bad instrumental. Wicked. Um, and yeah, from there, uh, it took a while to kind of, we, we were then back and forward trying to work out what would work. Um, and then, yeah, eventually kind of like, full credit to him, actually, that uh, getting Logan on that tune, like, I kind of said to him, if we're going to release it on Durkle, it's got to have a vocal. He came with the idea of Logan, and, well, <laughs> I think everyone has heard how, um, how that one turned out. So, yeah, fair, and that was his, um, his A&R here. Uh, but, yeah, I, didn't, I hadn't really heard him DJ um, up until the promo uh, stuff for the release, and he's actually like, very rapidly become one of my favourite DJs as well. Um, yeah, Six Selector, um, obviously they're kind of playing the kind of stuff like Bad, he's very good. Um, I've had him bang out great kind of uh, kind of deep dubstep sets um, and kind of weird, slower, more experimental kind of 
guest mix Juno download. But um, yeah, big up. Thank you very much for uh, having me and let me um, explain Dirk Disco and that. And uh, yeah, big up Juno download for the support. Wicked, man. Well, we're going to jump into the guest mix now. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today, sir. Um, and we'll be back next time. Um, I've been Kovu and this has been the Juno download podcast. Hoje eu, hoje eu, hoje eu vou virar DJ. Amo, 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 sate no comando. Hoje eu vou virar DJ. Amo, sate louco, sabotando copy party. Tá ligado, mano? Hoje eu vou virar DJ. Hoje eu vou ir com meu dono. Hoje eu vou virar DJ, vai ser sacanagem Amoçate louco, sabotando o copy-pack Tá ligado, mano? Hoje eu vou virar DJ, hoje eu vou ir com meu bando Vou virar DJ, vou virar DJ Vou virar DJ, vou virar DJ Vou virar DJ, é só olhar pro meu ponte Bagulho é doido, ousado igual James Bond Vem descer na erva, desce logo na colina Faço no freestyle o que tu não faz na tua vida Normal pra mim mesmo, almoçate no comando Olha a fé de ralo, vem comigo, é pro meu bando Dessa vez é cola, vira hit, nós decola Vai pra toda Europa e os amigos colaboram Chora novinho, pernadeira ali na focado, na fuga em duas horas. 
Vê que é vida, curte a brisa Sai dessa onda, vem pra marizinha Final de semana, nós tá no rolê Papo de moto pra tá acelerando Cola com as gatas que é tudo lelê Lisada levada, bebendo e sentando Não fala de love que eu tô correndo Desde namoro eu tô saindo fora Minha felicidade coleciona fuga E tira uma selfie com os homens na bota Siempre tranquilo con tu tigre Y se pregunta cómo me busqué eh, eh. Y te decían cabrona la vivo bien Cabrona la fumo bien eh, Cabrona la estamos bien eh, Cabrona la tú no me ve eh, No viña, no viña Yo lo cubico, hago colorida Papuñismo tú la vaina prendida Pum, perdimos toda la esquina Tipo de la mía Aquí no se duerme hasta los otro día Papuñismo tú la vaina prendida Pum, perdimos toda la esquina Pulado da moto, desbola da minha aqui, preta linha, chora novinho, que era adrenalina, focado na fuga em duas horas, vem que é vida, curte a brisa, sai dessa onda, vem pra marizia, pulado, no toque da moto, desbola da minha aqui, preta linha, chora novinho, que era adrenalina, focado na fuga em duas horas, vem que é vida, curte a brisa, sai dessa onda, vem pra marizia, final de semana, não tá no rolê, papo de moto, Get 
can we not have some peace for a peace? Oh, please, Eli. What?
drive it, shut up, come on my SEDA I know get them to the top, if I'm the top, it's right It's all about paper They running, they running away They running away, they running, they running away Then they got they owe me for pay Then they got for pay Then they got they owe me for pay Nothing they worry me up Nothing they bother me up I'm in my zone, I'm in my zone They ain't got the family Me them and boost the connect Money my car is correct You mess with my crew, my money, my girl Go, go, they got you dead African gangster, right. don't try me younger. Uh-huh. The money are longer, for me the money collector. African gangster, famous. Don't try me younger. Right. The money are longer, for me the money collector. Okay, I feel like a god. Who be the boss? Then you carry me go cut. But the shame be large. I'm all about cash. They hit us the top for my back. The reason they talk about me, me say I be them a for me. If you know they like me, I know they like you too. Oh yeah, baby. Charlie, I'm stupid and crazy The bank that was born in the 80s The way I'm the camp on the babies I get Spider, man, I'm amazing Don't see the one in you Don't see the one in you I'm in my zone, I'm in my zone They have to find me African gangster Don't try me younger The money are longer For me, the money can 